Hey everyone, welcome to the Family Business Podcast. My name is Dominique Sampson. And my name is Malobi Sampson II. And on this podcast, we're going to talk about everything from relationships, careers, God, therapy. Listen, we are talking about it all. So sit back, relax, and let us take you on the adventure of a lifetime. Yo, that yo, boy said yo. an adventure of a lifetime. Shout out to Lydia for pointing that out. Lydia, we love you. You did point out that I said an adventure of a lifetime. We've had other friends say, uh, what are you doing to my mic? I don't know. But um, we've had other friends say, why am I trying to serenade? We've had all kinds <laughs> of things said. This is my natural voice. I naturally talk this low. If I got this close to your adventure of ear, a lifetime, though. This is what I, a lifetime. Okay. You're only taking me on adventures of a lifetime. No, yeah, I definitely am. They're just listening in. So they get to listen. They ain't listening I to us said they, having adventures listen. of a lifetime. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. <laughs> this, I'm a foot warning. Children shouldn't listen to this episode. Because it's going down. <laughs> Here we are. I had so many jokes for that. I was see, like, I so see. are you. <laughs> <laughs> wow let's all get right. into today's topic all right, all right. Let me focus, focus, focus. clean it up <laughs> <laughs> do we have a button like that we don't yet not yet like we're, a grandma button yeah but i think as we're working through the initial stages of the podcast <laughs> you're funny. we can like work on the sounds that we think will be appropriate what we say a lot that deems and merits its own button but you wanted to talk about today something would you like to introduce it? I did a little sneak peek to it a little earlier. Wait, the red mean record? The numbers going up means that we are alive. <laughs> it's too late for me. Okay. These are the times we got to do it because we got to sneak away. <laughs> yeah, while literally. our son has a, has a pause moment. Literally. And we gotta, Homeboy is all over the place. We got to whisper sweet nothings in your ear so that our son doesn't wake up. <laughs> this is your captain speaking. Okay, all right. <laughs> So, this episode we're talking about uh, clean space, clean mind. Mm-hmm. Who's the episode brought to us by? I'm just kidding. We don't have sponsors yet. By that one girl that be on YouTube cleaning everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. What's her name? I don't know. Okay. I actually am subscribed to a person who does that. The one who cleans up messy spots? The one no, that you just recently learned about? she's tripping. Oh. That's, they tripping. You don't receive that? Business? I don't receive that. You don't want a double that. portion of that? No, and I'm mad she keep finding places to clean. Like, you, why are people so nasty? There is no limit on filthy places. <laughs> I guess not. We're in a sinful world. Not, not, the, not that cleanliness is next to godliness. It is now. Come on now. I just want That's in the book of Second Opinions, exactly. chapter 12, that verse 32. That is not scripture. That is not scripture. Um. No matter how much we want it to be scripture, it no is not scripture that cleanliness is next to godliness. That's very true. Because it's the filthiest of us that get the closest to God. <laughs> but that's 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 a real thought. Maybe this is brought to us by Orbit. You know those Orbit commercials where they show you chew the gum and it's like clean. Can I pay you in gum? No, but the woman who it's a it's that I really look at and really like her channel on YouTube. She's called clean freak and germaphobe. Mm. It's two people. It's a 
person who considers himself the clean freak and then the person who considers himself the germaphobe. So they, they collaborate and make content together. Somehow those sound like the same thing. No, I think the clean freak is obsessed with cleaning things in general, like making sure that everything's tidy and organized. And the germaphobe Whereas is afraid the of germs. Yeah, they're talking more about sanitizing things gotcha. and making things. You know, they're probably um, addressing their first episode, the difference between the two. They probably do, but I've been watching them. I'm actually subscribed to them because it's so satisfying watching them organize and clean stuff. Hmm. Um, is it like visual ASMR? Uh, well, like just look at that for a second. She's like making things. She's like making uh, butter, like butter things. It's like watching paint dry. <laughs> she said epic butter hacks. So she's like taking a cookie sheet thing. She's folding it in half and she's slicing her butter with it. So she's making like little compartments of butter that make it easier. So it's clean and clever. It's clean and Right, but I think strategy. that's where the clean freak comes in because gotcha. she's more organizing. Like, yeah. she loves to organize things. Check them out on YouTube if you haven't, but they're the clean freak and germaphobe channel. Shout out to them. Yeah, and so they have all types of things that can help you organize your life, right? And they clean toilets, they clean all types of stuff. Teeth. Clean keyboards, okay. just all types of stuff. But the reason why... I think about that. You know, I didn't realize, first of all, I didn't realize how much a clean space contribute. You know, you hear about feng shui and people organizing things so that they can have creativity and thoughts and mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah. Great thoughts. But I didn't realize how much cleanliness was impacting my stress. Talk about it. So. Um, Is this still a fresh move? <laughs> No, it's not a first room because I had the revelation today of like, mm-hmm. dang, this really impacts me. Yeah. And I'm like, for the last couple of days, I have been on cloud nine. I've been floating through the air. I've been flying up to the clouds, yeah. dapping them up, coming back down mm-hmm. and having a really great moment. I've been baking. I've been cooking. I don't think I'm pregnant, but, on, you know, on the other side of that, like I'm really like I was just really enjoying life and having like just just chill, feeling yeah. free to lay in the bed if I wanted to, to sleep, to rest, like whatever. As I'm saying it more, these all selling pregnancy symptoms, but they are not <laughs> because I'm not I went to cook, I went to clean, let me tell you how I got this ring. <laughs> I'm nesting and it feels great. No, I'm not. My son but, is moving out the way for his sibling. No. Okay, let's focus. So. Zone. But no, so I was just thinking about like, I was asking myself and really asking God like, yo, why have I been so bubbly? Yo, like, pops. Naturally, that is my personality. When yeah. I don't have responsibilities and things going on, which i.e. that's adulting, but when I don't have so many like burdens of certain, certain things happening in my life, I am freed up to be like the goofy, funny version of myself because I'm just more a little bit carefree. Mm -hmm. I remember back in college, I was just like super carefree. I was winging everything. It's probably how I passed, how I barely passed college, but I was winging everything. So I was more rebellious and free. So I think um, as I've been like kind of evaluating myself, I'm 33, and I'm like, mm, is this is this life? Wait, hold on. What? You're 33. Yes. I stop it. You okay. knew I was 33. Just for the okay. people in the back, I knew. I knew. All right, come now. But 
I was thinking through it like, is this life? Mm-hmm. So I was like, why have I been so like chipper and like, what is going on? Am I just, you know, cause there are spiritual moves of God where you're like, Ooh, I'm expecting, I'm mm-hmm. expecting a Tasha Cobb's miracle to yeah. like be yeah. in this room, yeah. you know, and for me to put my name on it, yeah. you know? So and I'm just, just yelling. Like, Dang. <laughs> I did that one time and that was like, it was breakthrough. It broke you through. But I was like, I'm going to put praise on. Yeah. I was putting praise on a couple things. You were just stepping on stuff and praising. <laughs> praise Whatever my that. feet. Praise on it. Praise on that. Whatever praise my on feet it. tried on. Praise on my serious. It's mine. Yeah. It's mine, cousin. It tried it on that money left on the ground. It's mine. So. That's yeah. is that what people do when quick side now. You know how there's money on the floor and you don't know who else can see it, so you got to put your foot down on that and slide it to you. That's put, is that putting a praise on it? It's probably. So I got to put away. <laughs> looking around. I don't know why we do that universally. We're like, hmm, anybody see this? You put your foot All on right, it. Right, exactly. You act like you're scratching your butt. Right, I'm yeah. Well, I'm agreeing to everything. <laughs> right, Hold up. Like, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, scratching my butt. Booty digging. <laughs> like, Hold up, wait a minute. No, that's not what I was agreeing to. That ain't even it. Nah, but I was just thinking about um, <laughs> you're goofy, but I <laughs> lost my train of thought. You were talking about the the mood you were in. And oh you were yes, such I was like, why feeling good? Right, and I was talking to the Lord about this. Mm-hmm. Like, what is going on? And not, there's nothing wrong with it. Right. But I've just been talking to him about my mood and my disposition, my attitudes versus mm-hmm. like all these things. Just thinking about me and kind of how I can you know, just be a better version of myself. And I don't think that as a Christian, I should be perky and happy all the time. I don't think that that's, I don't think that's realistic. And I think it paint, it paints a picture. Did of, you read that scripture? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> happy if is he who seeketh happiness. <laughs> no. But you know what's interesting? You made that point. I think we talked about this at, at an earlier podcast where mm-hmm. we said blessed, mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. a double meaning. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And in some instances, it's this, it's this like you will be blessed. You'll receive something. And mm-hmm. then a blessed also being you will experience like happy is the person who does these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I think there is something to maybe not that you should always be that way. Mm-hmm. But I think there's something to the what you're doing, producing a fruit of happiness. You're you're working actively towards. Right. Uh, being blessed. Right. And what that ties to. So when you see the Beatitudes. Bless the man who does these things and acts accordingly. And so, yeah. Yeah. I think if we're honest, though, if I'm honest, I don't always do the actions to be blessed. So a lot of times that keeps me in an attitude place. That would would be a podcast button. Whatever the sound is, (laughs) that would would go right there. It's true. Um, true. Truly. I think, you know, as much as we try, and a lot of times we do ministry stuff, but we're not always doing God stuff. Mm. So it's like. Wait, hold on. Hold on. You keep trying to go 90 miles past the red light. <laughs> Shut but up. the red light's there to pause you, so you can take a moment to <laughs> the take The yellow it light in. is to pause. No, 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 no. The, the, the red light is, light is to, to, stop to stop you. And we're passing all this scenic view, and you're like, wow, that's beautiful. Whoa, 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 wait. What did you say? Mm-hmm. You just said sometimes we're doing ministry stuff, mm-hmm. but not the God stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you break that down for the people in the back? I think it's pretty cliche at this point, but if I could break it down Come on. Uh, a little bit is that we are like I'm doing my ministry, right? I'm mm-hmm. I'm like 
showing up for the kids. I'm like bringing the snacks. I'm serving. I'm helping because unconsciously, um, unrelationally, I'm doing these things because I I probably have to. Right? There's some like law with it that I probably should go to church because if I don't show up, then who's going to teach my class? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a part of that is like, I could be doing that. And some of us get trapped into doing that and thinking that that is the thing that pleases God. Mm-hmm. And it's not you just showing up that pleases God because God can get anybody to show up. Mm-hmm. But it's like out of the contents of my heart and out of the contents of my spirit, am I able to be filled and then fill others? Am I able to bless mm-hmm. and be a blessing, mm-hmm. be blessed and be a blessing? And so it's like, what am I bringing to the party? Because it's not enough just to show up to my baby shower. Mm-hmm. You better bring a gift mm-hmm. because if you don't bring a gift, why are you here? I'm just kidding. You can still come. Shower. Thank you but for the coming reason, to our baby shower. The reason why I stopped you, <laughs> you and you made the point, I feel like this is already known. However, I, I do, because I think that we t- in the Christian community, we talk about it a lot and we're like, you know, you got to come for more than just that. Like, I, I think we talk. We talk a lot about, about it, but this. we don't we don't often break <clears throat> down the thing. Yeah. Sure. We don't often self-reflect to say, OK, how is that happening in my life currently sure, sure. where I'm doing this thing? Sure. And, you know, as an example for me, I came from the church where I was and came, they came to school straight to school. Mm-hmm. It's my only church experience. It's my only Christian experience. And mm-hmm. we were doing a lot more than most people. Mm-hmm. We had youth church and everyone was involved. Mm-hmm. We had retreats that all the youth were going on. And mm-hmm. what you be- you better believe people was experiencing God in those moments. Mm-hmm. And so I felt like we was doing the thing mm-hmm. so much. So I remember I'm going to bring this up. This isn't to throw people under the bus, but I'm going to say it. Uh-oh. I remember we had a fast. Mm-hmm. And immediately as the oh, fast ended, people was ready to throw on the jams. Mm-hmm. And that said, did y'all not just have the experience of, weren't you just drawn closer to God with all the fasting he did? How you so quick to go back to Chris Breezy? How you so quick to hit back tank a tank? You know what I mean? And so I'm like, man, that's so quick. You didn't give, you didn't even give God a chance to, you know, when you come off the fast, you don't go to the buffet. You know what I mean? You, you take it easy. Speaking of the buffet, we definitely need to go check out the buffet in the Bronx because <laughs> I was about, thinking about that. Okay, you're getting distracted. Okay, let's go to Golden Corral though. And so, and I promise you I'm going to bring this back to a clean space. We're okay. going to get back to that All domain, right. that realm. Cool, cool, cool. And so I wanted you to talk a little bit more about that because um, when, so when I went out to school, I was like, yeah, I, in my mind, I had I had the most, and you hear this at church, are you coming under Christian experience? Mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. you coming for baptism? Mm-hmm. And Christian experience is like, I've I've experienced some Christian things right? right. and I'm just coming here to extend on those Christian things. (laughs) You know what I mean? Sometimes, but sometimes when you're saying that though, sometimes people are so embarrassed to come up and say, I know nothing about nothing. Mm. So I'm like, um, well, I don't want to start from, from square zero. Like I, I I knew some stuff. I know (laughs) like somebody said to us the other day, uh, of course she a Christian. She wear a cross necklace. Yeah, they did. So I'm like, they did. And then but, the question it. Right. I said, right. So, yeah. So, so, so with that, I wanted you to stop and I wanted us to pause for a moment on there to talk about that a little more because you're right. Sometimes it's like even people who are church hurt, I mm-hmm. think we're more pursuing. I'm doing the ministry thing after all the stuff I've done and I've been doing like, you know, and so you can easily get offended if your mm-hmm. focus isn't the mm-hmm. right thing mm-hmm. for me when I saw what else I'll speak for myself and this isn't a church or a story 
But for me and myself, when we came off, I was like, what in the world? Like, how are you guys so quick to jump on this stuff? But I will say, and this is one of the things I saw with you, and I was mm-hmm. like, but this girl has like a, she has like a new believer relationship with God mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. And now that you are a babe in Christ, that's I not was. what I'm trying to imply. I was. But you were like hungry. So maybe you were lying to me. And I felt like, dang, she's further along than she actually is. But one of the things, what I saw in my eye is like, you are really someone who has this more intimate intimacy with God. Mm-hmm. And I have this knowledge with God. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it is from my perspective and view that many people within the Christian faith have an I know that already attitude mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that hinders the ability to be able to have intimacy with God. Right. Because the moment I say I don't know, you're making a point people are afraid to say they don't know. Mm-hmm. The moment I say I don't know, then it's like, okay, let me show you. Right, right. I remember when I worked Which at Apple. Which is super vulnerable to do, it is, by the way. It is. They taught us at Apple, the richest company in the world at the time that I was working at it. I helped to do that. I'm just kidding. And (laughs) so while I was there, like it got to that point. And one of the things they trained us on, and I trained a third of the store that I worked at. And this is what I was told to say. Mm -hmm. If you don't know something, Mm -hmm. say you don't know. Yeah. And then say, let's find out together. Mm -hmm. I was like, who's the Christian behind the curtain giving out (laughs) all the secrets? Because this is what it should look like. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Let's Mm -hmm. go find out. Hey, I don't actually know what the word says on that. Let's go look together. Yeah. Because a lot of my opinion and thinking at the time was formed on things I had heard and not even things that I had read. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, you're making great points. And I I think part of it for me is like the whole Jesus, the whole Jesus was um, approved of by God. Before he ever did anything, mm, the Tim Roth. So sermon. that was a good one. <laughs> no, but but Ross. literally, he was approved of by God before he ever did anything. And I think a part of my relationship with God was really is like that's like foundation for me. In that, like, there's nothing I will do, can do, or have done that will take me away from God. Like neither life nor death will separate me from his love. Mm -hmm. And so I think that when I'm free to know that I can make mistakes, um, not only do I make probably less mistakes, but I'm also free to try to live a life that is like pleasing to him. And um, so I think it it frees me up a ton. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that keeps me bound is, again, what the devil might say to me or about me or whatever. And so I have to keep coming back to God saying, God, you know, do you say that? What do you say? How do you say? And teach me what you want. I I mean, I think that you're right in having me having authentic experiences with God, because I think I, I I knew nothing else. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a formality to come to him on. So I didn't know, like I was (laughs) super rough, super uncut gym, like literally some of my earliest memories of going to church, like super just uncut, just raw. Mm-hmm. I remember showing up at a <laughs> shout out to the coach at church, but I remember showing up at the coach at church with my uh, club outfit on mm. because that's oh, all I had wow. to wear. Yeah. And I knew I had to wear a dress. Mm-hmm. Right. 
but I thank didn't God know. I didn't find you in that season, right? <laughs> right, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> I knew I had to wear a dress, but I wasn't aware of because the Lord said I'm gonna reserve this for later. But for right now, <laughs> daughter, I need you focused <laughs> on me. But I, when I went into that church, man, they looked at me so tough. Mm. And one of the women said, I want to talk to you about what the Lord want me to tell you about what you're wearing, daughter. Mm. I was like, "Mm, okay. He didn't actually make me feel bad, but you did. Mm. So I think there was a whole element there. We could talk about that in no time. But I think there was a grace that God was giving me to grow. And there was even a grace to keep going after that moment. Oh, absolutely. Because I wasn't there for them. I was there because I wanted to spend time with the Lord. In fellowship with others who could help me get to where I wanted to be. And inadvertently, they did help me get to where I needed to be. I didn't end up going to the culture church, but that was an experience. Anyhow, back to the clean house because it was. Wait, can I help help with the segue of this? Yeah. A lot of times when we think about it from a spiritual perspective, and then we'll get to the practical, many people are like, I can't go to church until I get this right. Until mm-hmm. I'm right, until mm-hmm. I'm doing this right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people are like, "I don't want to marry her because, mm-hmm. like, I want to, I want to get the job and I, mm-hmm. I want to clean up mm-hmm. myself first. Yeah, clean I wanna, up what I missed. Yeah, not biblical at all, but you know what I mean. It's <laughs> no, it's not. Definitely interesting song. And so, um, you know, you have this thinking of like, I need to organize, do this thing, and then. After it's mm-hmm. all perfect I'll and pristine, ready. then I'll be ready. It's right. personally held me up with a lot of reasons why I don't jump into things. So mm-hmm. jump into you with this cleaning. Yeah, you did it. I mean, that was that was really good because that is not biblical that uh, we got to clean up something before. I mean, it wasn't that the story of the rich young ruler when he was asking Jesus, what could, what should I do? And he said, go back and sell everything. He's like, oh, wait, no, 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 I can't. I can't do that because what you're asking me to do is clean it up. Like you're asking me, you're telling me that you will clean it up for me and you will take this on for me. And I'm not willing to, to take that, make that sacrifice. I'm not willing to do those things because mm-hmm. I've worked so hard to, to build this thing up and I can't get rid of it. It says at this it was point. a tough thing for him to, to do easier for a camel to enter into the eye of a needle than for him. I always thought that when I eat a need, a camel was getting poked in the eye by a needle. I'm like, <laughs> dang, see, that's stupid. easier. Lord Jesus, that's stupid. an example. And I heard that that was like the eye of a needle, like that. The needle was actually a, a talk a about it. Exegeted. No, no, no. Shut up. Like I actually heard that <laughs> that the needle was a um, a formation, like a building or a structure that they had to go into to enter into like a town or a city or something in that. Mm-hmm. Literally, that was called the eye of the mm-hmm. eye of the needle or whatever. You know why it was so tough? Yeah, explain it, girl. No, I'm just saying that, that I'm moving past that point. I'm just saying it was yeah. easier for them to enter into that because they had to bend, like they had to literally. That's what get I'm saying. Go ahead, talk talk get, about that part. Get yeah, down and, yeah. and go and through crawl it exactly. Through it. Crawl yeah. through it as a camel crawling through it. Um, then it is for it's easier for them to do that than it is for a man to enter into heaven. That that particular rich person to enter into heaven. Anyways. But just thinking about the cleaning up portion of it. So was talking to the Lord about God, why was I so chipper? And he was reminding me, um, he was showing me essentially that I my personality was mm-hmm. impacted by the clean space. Wow. And okay. I was just like, Oh, okay. So he's like, when you have a clean area, you're free to be creative and to mm-hmm. think through things mm-hmm. and your mood is like 
better and all of these things are happening when you have a clean space yeah. opposed to when you have a dirty space, a cluttered space, then it's harder for you to navigate, which I'm, I didn't think about it till just now. Mm-hmm. Remember when, uh, during the new years, during the new year, um, thank you. Thank you. Anyways. Black people, it's one year. You're not <laughs> you're not jumping 10 years ahead. You only have one year. It's new year, not new years. OK, we're not celebrating three at one time. This ain't a bundle. OK, that's stupid. It's not a bundle special. It's not a bundle. Anyway, I, you know, black people, I don't know if all people do this, but I know specifically in the black culture, we cook certain things on New Year Day or the day before New Year just to prepare and, you know, bring blessings into the new year. I don't know if that's like pagan or whatever, but we do that. Um, we also make sure that we clean up the house that we're around or that we're in, organize things. And so a part of my tradition had been to organize and clean the space that I was in before the new year as to you know, then you leave for church or whatever. But not to have a dirty space on the way into the new year as the new year. If you had a dirty space, that's how you were essentially going into the new year. Mm-hmm. And so I was sitting in the living room and I was like weeping because I was looking around at the mess thinking like this. I'm no like we have to be at church in like two hours. I've been working on this thing all day. We have to be at church in two hours. I'm not going to get this. And you got done. a corner down. Right? Yeah, literally. I have a corner done. <laughs> You know, and I'm not going to get this, get this stuff done at all. And so I'm like weeping because I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm going to leave this house. and It's going to be a mess. Is that, does that mean my year is going to be a mess? Like I'm just having all these, these feelings, these thoughts, these emotions and being overwhelmed by what I see. And your husband doesn't have a look of a care, a in, care the in the <laughs> world. Shawty. He is like, what mess? <laughs> what mess? But the crazy thing is you keep asking me like, hey, can you uh, do you know where this is? Do you know where that is? And I'm like, I don't know where anything is in this mess. Like, I can't even I think recently you said see the ground. The lines of, I know as much as you do. Yes. I'm tired of, I'm tired of you asking that stupid question. And then my rebuttal was as the husband. It is my job. No, don't to ask you. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Have you seen? <laughs> ha, have you? And the way it forms on my tongue is so natural. It's the dumbest thing. Because you're like, have you seen the toilet paper? Yes, I have seen it. (laughs) It's next to the toilet. Stop asking me that. These dumb questions. Have you seen the NyQuil? Yes, it's in the medicine cabinet or underneath the area over there where all the other medicine is. Okay, so you see that? Underneath the other area over there, you have have six other areas of the other thing. (laughs) Because we're getting organized. And so I hear what you're saying. But seriously, you do. And then sometimes the way you give instructions... I guess this is a marriage rant. This is interesting. Sometimes the way you give instructions, right? I'm like, if I was blindfolded, the way she instructs me, I would never find this thing. Because the way you you talk to me, the way, you know how parents would say, go look for this thing in the room. Yes. And then you would go and you couldn't find it to save your life, right? But somehow, when she said these magical words, you could find it. If I go in there and find it, I'm going to tear you behind up, right? And then he was like, all right, hold up. <laughs> oh, I found it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I can see. You know what I mean? You stupid. Break every chain. Break every chain. Right? So you're like, that's. So sometimes the way you give instructions, I'm like, it's, I said, I think recently too, I said, you said, can you pass me my chips? They're over there. 
And I was like, I know there are chips over here, but I don't see them. Because I was looking at a whole shelf, and I'm looking all over the shelf, scanning, scanning, trying to find it. On the floor, in an oatmeal box, was the chips. But this is the thing. You look for two seconds and say you can't find it. So you're like, where? I can't find it. And I'm like, okay, you have to look first. Not just scan the room. But you, you give instructions. Okay, like, can we get back to no, it? No, no, we gotta, we gotta squash this. Okay, let's get to the bottom. Sometimes we're modeling how to have conversation. All right, this okay, is awesome. All right. Sometimes I approach things like you know exactly down to the detail of where it's at. So I want, I would no, like you to. Don't know. Because you're always asking me where it's no, at. No, I said, you know, oh. I don't know, you know. So because you clean it up. So sometimes I'm like, do you know where my sweatpants are? In, your, in my mind, I imagine you being able to be like, oh, yeah, it's probably in the second drawer with all of the other sweatpants. But you tell me, yes, yeah, with the clothes. And I'm <laughs> like, we got 17 drawers. <laughs> Not drawers, but we have 17 drawers. And in the drawers, Literally, it'll be anywhere. And then when I'm looking through trying to find it, after I've ruffled through everything and messed up your perfect space, you come to me and you say, I put the socks at the top, the underwear in the second, shirt in the third, pants in the floor. It's always going to be in the fourth. And I'm like, okay. And it'll be, it'll just happen. You to know be. why that is? Because when I put it there, I said, hey, Malobi, I put this in here, this in here, and I walk you through it once I'm finished. So when you come back and you ask me about it, I'm saying, Literally, it's exactly where I told you it would be. Stop asking me these questions because you're wasting my time. One, I probably wasn't okay. But two, exactly, exactly. The truth comes out exactly. exactly. But then two, you probably weren't. The excuse me. Say it for the listeners. I said it loud enough. No, you didn't. Said, you never the, say the, it loud the, enough. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got a permanent whisper going on but over the, there. The first the first time you say, it, I I probably almost guaranteed near the second time because don't try to pretty it up because you said. Because I probably am not listening exactly. as thoroughly as, as I should be. So but you're I, wasting my, my voice years? No, no, no. no my breath. Like Even though you have to give an account ruach. to God for everything you say. My ruach. And I just wasted. imagine getting a fast forward like, hold on, you said this four times because your husband didn't hear you. <laughs> but sometimes, um, sometimes like stuff is said or you're in a cleaning mode and I'm not. So my mind isn't always in the space of like, oh, this is clean. this is where this is going as a clean thing. Sometimes mm-hmm. my mind is out of it. And so I... I imagine for you, and this could be wrong, when I've seen you clean, mm-hmm. you're in a clean mode, mm-hmm. right? Um, so much so. I'm not trying to get on another side rant, but yeah. I'll just throw this in here really quick. Sometimes you create so many goals to accomplish something. Yeah. And I'm like, the cost of getting to there mm-hmm. means no nap. The cost of yeah, getting to true. that point it's is true. like... But you sell it to me like we could do it all. And I'm like, <laughs> because we've I'm done this enough. myself. <laughs> we've done this enough that I know from the last 200 times. I can grow in that area. We didn't you get right. a nap. You're, you're right. And I I'm upset we area. didn't get that nap. I think partly. I was set up. No. Part of it is that I, I do. I'm slightly an overachiever, underachiever type. And I say that by saying I underachieve. I'm. I am keen and I know myself. So I am an underachiever when I need to be. But I'm also like, I do anticipate. Um, because again, I think I see it as if I have a clean space and I can rest better. Mm-hmm. Where as if I don't have a clean space, I probably won't get 
if I rest, it's going to be uninterrupted because That's I'm going to wake true. up and You're think right. about. You say there's you mess dream. here. You think about it I dream about it. About it's a whole process for me. Yeah. But I'm praying. I'm was, praying for that to be broken. I, I appreciate that, but not to be broken so that I love filth. No, I no, 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 not, not that way. Not that way. Because I, I need your your ability to walk into a space and organize and clean it. Not because I, I have the ability to mess. To which walk I do, into the space and mess it up. But I think <laughs> my son needs to learn from you. No, I'm kidding. But um, <laughs> because I desire to be the person who cleans up when I'm done. Mm-hmm. There's a saying my Uncle Sipo said. And he says, leave a place better than you found it. He probably got it from somewhere else. And I'm sure it's a deep philosophical guy who might have said it, whatever. Right. But I heard it from him. And when I heard that, it was like. Oh snap, like that's a really awesome place to be in. And so when I was saying I pray for you in that because I'm like, I don't want your sleep to be connected to something being incomplete. Mm-hmm. Because then that means that you're it's easier to target you. I think the enemy strategizes like, what are your things? And so it's like, ooh, this right. is gonna take her off. Right. Cool. Let me let me make her see this mess. Right. So that but that's what I'm saying back to what um, Go ahead. What God was saying. Yeah, so when I was sitting in the corner and I was like bawling about this thing not being done, which was the first time I think I had ever done that. I never mm. had done that before where yeah. I was like literally crying because it wasn't cleaned. But I'm sitting over there and I'm crying and I'm like just having a moment. And I felt the Holy Spirit say to me, look around. And I like begin to look around the room. And he said, and I was like, but this place, and I was, must have been saying, like, if this, this is not clean, it's not clean. And he said to me, he was like, so does that mean I don't have the ability to clean it if it's not clean presently? Like, can mm. I not still clean it? Mm. And I was like, you, yes, you can still clean it, but right now it's not clean. Mm-hmm. And I was so angry and frustrated that it wasn't clean. And he said, can I not still clean it? And then he began to say, you know, Dominic, look around because this is you. And I'm like, wait a second now. Dang. What are we talking about here? <laughs> exactly. And so he was like, you know, and I began to look around and scan the room. He was like, there are unopened things because there were literally boxes of like gifts that I had not opened yet. Mm-hmm. And he was saying there are gifts inside of you. There are things that are not yet opened that I have for you to open. There is I, there are piles of laundry and like dirty stuff he was like there are there's baggage we had luggage still out he's like there's baggage that you have that you need to unpack there are dirty things clothes that are like filthy things of filth that are clogging you up like there are so many things here and this room looks like you just look around Woo! okay hold on hold like, up hold you on, know i've been dying on, to talk on, on. all right good. but when he said that i was just like that was that that's so deep yeah. and so then he repeated himself and saying just because it's not clean doesn't mean i don't have the ability to clean it that's good i'm gonna clean you out this year and i was like oh wow wow so so your cry for a filthy space became a cry for lord you are good mm -hmm. and your mercy Mm -hmm. he changed he changed it around and that place stayed filthy for like a couple of days because i was just chewing on the fact that like this is me so I was like literally walking over the stuff like, wow, this this is me here. And God is going to clean these things I out mean, of me. So yeah. today and when I was like, the gifts. exactly. There's so much. So today that. when I was like excited and, and joyful, and I'm like, God, why am I joyful? And he was reminding me like, it's because the space is cleaned. 
Mm. And and you like a clean space. One of the things, mm. one of the biggest things, misconceptions of marriage is that you will like the things that I like. You yeah. will want to do all the things that make me happy. That's like total lie. Misconception. It's not a and total not, lie, but it is a misconception. And not that you don't want to please God by pleasing me. Not Not that. But what I'm saying is like sometimes we get married and we're like, oh, he's going to want to help me clean. He's going to want to go into like you're going to want to do these that's things with me. And that's not always true. And so for me, I was like, oh, he likes a clean space. He's going to help me do these things. Mm-hmm. And I had to have a, like a, a hard, fast come to Jesus moment. Like, Dominic, why are you cleaning? You are cleaning because you like a clean space, yeah. not because you're trying to impress him or be no. a good wife or no. be a good mom or no. none of those things. You are cleaning because you like like a clean space. You yeah. don't like filth. You don't like clutter. Exactly. So if that is the case, don't oh, exactly <laughs> <laughs> don't give it. It's you. you it's clean. all you. I have nothing to do with this. <laughs> My no, only seriously. job is seriously. to grow you in that area. No, sure. <laughs> but literally, because but my my reason I'm saying this is because because I like it. Mm-hmm. A clean space, not the cleaning part, but because I like a clean space then I'm responsible for my happiness in that area and not pinning that on you and getting upset with you saying, why doesn't he clean this? Why doesn't he do this? Mm. He knows I need to like then getting this attitude and having this whole talk through with myself, yeah. this unnecessary talk through with myself when it's like you like a clean space, then clean it. Because if that contributes to your happiness, do those things in which cause you to be blessed mm-hmm. long term. When I, I clean it, <laughs> <laughs> if you said it to me, I don't want to fight you. <laughs> if you said it to me, you're stupid. Oh, but when God said it, oh, now it's revelation. <laughs> huh? But when I said it, I'm just a little nigga. I'm just that dude over there. <laughs> Unwelcomed. Feedback <laughs> is criticism. Okay, we gonna, we gonna talk about that at some point. We do have to talk about that, but literally, so it's just like I'm contributing. Like I'm blessed to be a blessing, and that that blessing that God is going to give me is by way of helping me to, um, sp- like I'm speaking to Him and being cleaned out in the process of talking to Him mm-hmm. about my desires for cleanliness. Yeah. So it's like inadvertently, it is leading to godliness. <laughs> But that ain't biblical, but it is leading to godliness because I am not the action of cleaning, but the process in which I'm having to go through in my um, cleaning. Well, I mean, the the process is biblical because it's like you heard and listened and submitted to God and then in that space and in that place, then God is able to clean out the things in you. Right. Right. right, and so right. I, I, but through the frustrations, though, because I think part oh, of it is like he's not just a magical like, being up there who's like, I want to do this. Let me sprinkle like some pump it, yeah, pump some mercy it. on you. Exactly, but it's like not without hardship, mm-hmm. like not without uh, grief and trauma sometimes, mm-hmm. and not without some of these not things. Without the that, experience of life, yeah, these experiences of life kind of can um, life it can leave you bitter, bitter. It's yeah. a good song. It is Jessica. No, but you're you're absolutely right about that. Um, wow, you said a lot of really awesome things in there. Even just taking a second to go back to how you said, "Is it clean right now?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just because it do, can I not clean this thing? Mm-hmm. Like there's a, there's a way and a space and a way that I want to do this. Mm-hmm. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, pause. Look around. Mm-hmm. See 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 that unopened box. There's gifts in you that you don't mm-hmm. even know mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. they look like built up. We're running out of time. You don't even know what it looks like built up. So God has a plan and purpose for you. We love you guys.
We love you guys. <laughs> the boy is waking up. And I'm out. No, the boy is waking up, y'all. You hear him back there. But, uh, yeah, that literally was uh, the our gifts that God is awakening in us and in me in that area. And so that whole situation really led me to it and made me think about um made me think about that concept and so yeah i just wanted to share with you guys that uh the cleaning story from the cleaning lady but literally that was important to me and and having that moment to talk to god about my desires for a neat space um and ultimately my desires for him to be to clean me out because there are things that I've been struggling with since I became a Christian and even before that those moments. And so having time and and space to, when he said it, I felt like it was so final. Like I'm cleaning you out. Like I'm going to do this thing. And when I do it, those things that you wrestle with are never returning again. And I'm not talking about just, you know, general struggles that I have to die to, but there are some things that like I've been praying to God about and he's like, I'm when I do this thing, I'm I'm going to do this thing and clean it completely out. So, yeah. So I mean, I'm open for that. I'm, I'm what the folks say these days. I'm here for it. So um, again, thank you guys for joining us for this episode. The baby woke up, so Malobi had to jet off real quick because he's closer to the side where he's at to get him and care for him such a good dad he is um did you want to say anything to the people before we jumped off of here and told them to have a good night nope you don't have to be clean to chase <laughs> after god let him clean you exactly you don't have to clean yourself to chase after god let him clean you all right obi you have anything to say And all shy. You have something to say? <laughs> okay. All right, y'all. Well, it was good talking to you. And uh, we'll catch you again on the next episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Family Business Podcast. My name is Dominique Sampson. I'm not sure what's happening here. But uh, catch y'all in the next episode.